Happier work, happier life. Thomas Huang here from Happier with Olivia Yoon from Palo IT, Talent Acquisition Specialist. Today we discussed the difference between in-house recruitment versus recruitment agencies, the company culture and agileness of Palo IT, and general advice for candidates looking to apply for tech jobs. So if you're interested, tune in for this podcast. Thank you so much, Olivia, for your time today. Thank you. So can you give a quick intro about yourself? Um, I'm Olivia Yoon. So I'm the talent acquisition specialist for Palo IT. And how did you actually end up at Palo IT? So I have been working in the recruitment agency for about um, seven years. And then I've always been interested in working in-house. So um, especially in a tech field, I mean, reached out to me on LinkedIn for this position and, and, I, and I got it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, you mentioned that you're always interested in in-house. So that means you have experience with out-of-house out recruitment agencies. <laughs> um, so it's a slightly different role, um, in-house versus um, out-house, you'd say, or agency. <laughs> um, so I think the major difference is what your goal is. So for example, in, as you're working as a recruitment agency, your goal is to satisfy the client and providing them resumes, whereas um, where you're working for in-house, you're satisfying not just um, your hiring managers, but also um, the, the person that's coming to, to, to join you as well. So that's a huge difference. And another thing is, I guess, tone of voice. Um, mm -hmm. This is, I'm drawing this comparison between um, when I was working as a recruitment agency also, uh, versus when I was working in-house um, for, for half a year before this job and then there are a lot of things you, you cannot say freely like you have to have a certain posture you uh -huh. can't really experiment so um but the thing is in palo it i get to experiment a lot because it's within their culture so i think it's combining the best of both worlds in palo it and is it hard for those hr specialists out there to jump from in-house to agency and how does that work um it really depends because um, for some companies, human resources is not just recruitment, but also doing other operational stuff as well, like calculating salary, um, learning and development. So it really depends on what that company that you're trying to go to, what are they looking for? So I guess that plays a role in when you're trying to figure out if I want to be in this role versus the other one. Yeah. Okay. And then you mentioned um, the open culture at Palo IT. Can you expand on that? What is the company culture like? Our culture, I would say we are very experimental. Like, as I mentioned before, um, as long as you have an idea, we encourage you to try it out, even though if, if, um, if it doesn't work out or not, it doesn't matter as long as you learn from it. And then also we are a um, culture that's always learning. So we have lots of um, lunch and learn sessions. Wow. Um, we have um, bar camps, which means that we invite people outside to join us on discussing a topic. And we also have lots of resources. We have a physical library in the in our office as well. And then other things, we have something called a retreat, like oh. a yearly retreat. So last year, uh, we went to, to, what is it, Vietnam. I wasn't there, but I, I know that we went to Vietnam. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great. I love it here. Wow. Um, Julio, I think we need a retreat to go somewhere <laughs> like that. And so you mentioned the culture is very experimental, very agile. I know that's one of your sort of core core pillars. Yes. Can you explain actually what what does agile mean? 
Uh, okay, agile. I'll try to explain to the most simple terms. But basically, what agile is um, is an approach to work. So, which emphasizes a lot on collaboration, working incrementally, and、um, experimenting. Okay, and then you mentioned earlier, you know, that when you're looking at candidates at applicants, you、yeah. also want to see if they will be fitting into the culture and if they can be agile. Is there、yeah. a way to really measure the agileness of somebody? Because agile is、um, as a style of working, it's it's a philosophy. So it's really difficult for to to measure a person's agileness. So、um, I think if I were to kind of assess someone's agileness, it really depends on what kind of culture that they have worked in.、Mm-hmm. So if they used to work in a startup, which means that they're more receptive in being agile. Even if that candidate is from a large company, it doesn't mean that we don't give them a chance. Maybe if they work in agile, then we can unlock their potential. So there's a there's room to improve for agileness. Um, I would say it's an ideal that everyone tries to achieve. Okay. Yeah. And then, so when you're looking at candidates, what what other factors do you look for, and what sticks out to you?、Uh, what sticks out to me? Um, in terms of tech skills wise, I can't really assess them. That will be up to our developers. But if I were to look in a candidate that stands out the most, is their how they're passionate about what they do. And then, what are their goals? Like, what do they find important in life? I think if they are able to、uh, tell me that, if they have a purpose in life, then that really stands out to me. What advice or tips do you have for people applying specifically for Palo IT? Yeah. And then, I guess a follow up question would be: any advice and tips for those that are in similar industries? You HR.、Okay. Um, you mean tips to interview? Um, for a job here in Palo Alto. Yes, that's the first question. Okay, so、um, I'd say do your homework, like research、uh, what we do as a company.、Um, sometimes a lot of us, especially on LinkedIn, a lot of people confuse us as recruitment agencies. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it happens quite a lot because we are very active in recruiting on LinkedIn.、Mm-hmm. So that's why.、Um, yeah, do your homework and also、um, uh, study your fundamentals and in tech. And、um, also prepare to ask questions, and also be upfront about what you're good at, and also be honest on what you're not so good at, and give examples in your work. Before we jump into advice for those entering or are in HR, yeah, are there opportunities right now at Palo IT? Are you hiring? Um, yes, we are hiring. We would, I'd say, we are always open to 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 great talent. Okay, so you don't just limit it to open positions. If there's somebody good that's interested, you are、yeah. willing to have a conversation. Yeah, I mean, if they are background in in design or technology or agile, then then we are open to to great talent. Okay, and then so going back to the HR advice and tips, what、yeah. what advice can you share with fellow HR specialists? If an HR professional wants to get into、uh, recruitment, wise,、um, I think able to demonstrate your personality is very important. Because in recruiting, you have to assess the the candidate's personality and their skills, and you know how have to know how to ask the right questions. And then also, you have to have sort of like a holistic mind in terms of what the organization is looking for. And then you have to learn how to work with different people because with hiring managers,、um, you have to understand what their needs are, like all these、um, little things. It seems that Palo Alto is doing pretty good at hiring really good candidates with yeah good tech skills,、um, and also really. Fitting company culture. 
Yeah. How how do you do that? And what advice do you have for other companies who are really trying to attract not only top talent, but also people who can fit in with their cultures? So I guess it's really up to the quality of the interview. So for example, uh, when we hire candidates, we make sure we, they have a good interview experience, which means that telling them what is expected um, in, in the interview process. During the interview, rather than asking, having an interview like act, an actual interview, make it more like a conversation. Mm -hmm. And then also when you finish interviewing with the candidate, make sure to follow up so that um, a lot of candidates come to us saying that we are the best HR person in the tech industry ever. We don't really? even act like HR. So I think that's a really good way to build up your brand and then to recruit for great talent. Are there any red flags during interviews that pretty much tell you, okay, I'm not hiring this person. They are not a good fit. Um, red flags. A lot of candidates we met, I think they're really great people. Um, if you have to ask me a red flag, um, sometimes I purposely leave out details and then I try to see if they go ahead and ask that question because if they ask questions, it's, it means that they're paying attention and it means that they're interested. So that's the kind of thing that I do. Okay, so leave things out on purpose and see if they pick up and, you know, ask questions and are proactive. Yeah, being proactive. Okay, so from the other side, applicants, I mean, it's a two-way fit between company and applicant. Yeah. So what advice do you have for applicants who are looking into companies and have to figure out which company they would want to join in the end? Uh, okay, um, it really depends on what they're looking for. So let's say if you are more in the junior side, like when you first get into um, software development, I think it's best if you can work in a company that allows you to work with different kinds of projects quickly, like in consultancies. Mm -hmm. um, but in, in the end, some candidates might want to develop a certain skill further, like more focusing on that in the rest of their career, let's say. And I think they could choose like a company or maybe an in-house to, 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 to work. Speaking on developing their skills further, yeah, how can candidates really upskill themselves and ensure that they're future-proofing their careers? Okay, to future-proof their careers, it's very important that they keep updated on what are the latest technology, what are the latest trends, and then actually practice it outside of work, like making your own projects or, or getting into conferences and knowing others. So does that mean when someone's applying to really demonstrate that, mm -hmm. they should include that they're going to conferences and stuff on their CV or should they just leave it out and talk about it? I think it's a choice. Depends. If, if, you're, if, you're, if your resume is very cluttered, then it basically, it's best to, <laughs> to leave that out. But um, if it's important for your role and then if, if you think it's a strong highlight of yourself, then definitely do put it on your resume. But for us um, in Palo IT, we don't really look into resumes. We, mm. we tend to, we think it's best to meet face-to-face -face and have that person to tell us about their experiences rather than looking to resumes. So how do you determine who gets to make it to the first interview or do you just interview everybody that applies? Um, <laughs> I don't interview anyone, but it's mostly... Um, seeing on their LinkedIn profile if they are using some technologies that we are commonly using, like uh, React, JS, Node.js, um, and also DevOps as well. Cover letter or no cover letter? I don't read cover letters, to be honest. <laughs> okay, me neither. I was just asking. <laughs> so you mentioned latest tech trends. What are some late? What are the latest initiatives Palo IT is working on, or projects, or anything? 
Uh, okay. So our projects are mainly covering the finance industry, the sourcing industry, um, also retail utilities, and some interesting startups as well. So um, because of the situation, we feel like we want to step up and help out the community more and focusing on that. And that's why one of their teams has partnered with a social enterprise called Teen Future. And then what we do is that we provide agile training to um, Hong Kong marginal kids who are interested in getting into the software development field. So basically what we have done is that we created lots of posters to explain Agile in simple terms in Chinese as well as in pictures. Oh. And also uh, we created hackathons for them as well. So it was a very um, immersive experience for them. And um, in our Australia office, we they have also created an application that helps medical professionals to give care to lots of COVID-19 patients remotely. So that's our... That's some of the things that we're working on at the moment. And also, we've always been um, doing digital transformation for clients, as that's our main main focus. You mentioned digital transformation. I feel like that's a buzzword that many people throw around <laughs> a lot. Um, what exactly are you doing in digital transformation? Uh, okay. Companies are facing a lot of changes, and then they have to adapt to these changes in order to stay competitive. So things that they can help themselves is to change the way they work and also the way they think about work. And then that is in the form of digital transformation. So a lot of companies, they are still uh, working in traditional ways in terms of handling and transferring information. So digital transformation would allow them to enhance certain business processes and automate some work, ultimately leading them to give better experiences for their customers. One example of digital transformation, for example, um, companies, they are starting to store information on cloud rather than just on the individual computers. So Palo IT comes into an organization to help them digitally transform, which means really become more efficient and yeah. take things to the cloud. Um, not just cloud, but generally a lot of things that, for example, and the client would say, oh, I've always been transferring some information internally simply just by email or WhatsApp? Is there a better way to improve that? So to kickstart of that, we will send in designers to have workshops with our clients and understanding what their needs are, what are their pain points. And then once that identified, then we can um, send that to our developers who will deliver the rest of the solution. Is it normal for the majority of Palo IT team members to be running workshops and webinars, or is that set aside for maybe only the coaches or designers? Usually it's the designers that will, well, will do the initial design phase with the clients. Okay, so applicants who are applying for designer position, they yeah. will definitely or most likely be running uh, workshops and webinars. Yes, definitely. And then um, for our designers, uh, they are both experienced in having workshops, hosting workshops. Um, collecting um, user experience, information, researching, and then to uh, design the interface. So to do both. Any other advice or tips, especially say for fresh grads who are looking for tech jobs, um, whether it be in design, uh, agile, or any other positions, Palo IT actually? Um, we usually don't take an interns, but we actually have one this week. Oh. And then she is mostly involved with the marketing team. Mm -hmm. And then one of her role is to um, ask around, like interviewing our staff 
and understanding what do they like about Palo IT, like what are they looking to achieve, what are their goals are. So that's what, that's what our intern doing at the moment. So normally you don't take in interns, but yeah. this week you're taking in one. How, what changed your mind and how did this person stick out compared to all the other uh, people who wanted internships? I think it's because nowadays um, it's so important to, to, to help each other. Like people in, in this COVID situation, a lot of people are out of their jobs. And so I think like accepting interns and giving them real work experiences is, can, can be helpful to others. Okay, so I mean, for future applicants, how can they really stick out to Palo IT to yourself when you're looking at their applications and deciding who to invite in for interviews? So to stick out for us, uh, really tell us what your, your values are. Um, if, if you are someone that likes to learn new technologies and are not afraid to experiment or make mistakes, and then someone who is happy to, to help others, then that's a go for us <laughs> in terms of um, cultural fit-wise. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, my last question is, how can people connect with you and with Palo IT to learn more about all the cool stuff you're doing? Uh, okay. So if you can go onto LinkedIn, and then follow us Palo IT. And then uh, you can also search me up, Olivia Yoon, on the LinkedIn. And then you can add me any questions, you can send me a message there. Perfect, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you.